0: Welcome into the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host, Brian Sternberg. On this episode, we are fortunate to have on Bobby Brown III. Bobby is a starting defensive lineman for the Texas A&M Aggies and is one of the top returning defensive linemen in the entire country. Bobby, thanks for joining us on the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: To start, Bobby, when we're thinking about this past season as a whole what do you think you did well for this aggies defense and what have you been working on this offseason in order to improve your game
1: uh, i think i did well in the aspect of uh first of all helping my team in doing doing what they needed me to do but i think i did well in help stopping the run and things like that of that nature but i'm focusing on my pass rush game this year and
2: Bobby in terms of next season um statistically do you have any goals
1: um no nah, not statistically i don't
0: but in terms of team success what are your team goals or aspirations that you guys have for next season
1: well of course coach yoko always want to uh, be one of the best run defenses so that'll be one thing we focus on is a uh, being is stopping the run uh, we've been, like, one of the higher-ranked teams stop and stopping the run over the past two years under Coach Yoko. so I'm pretty sure that'll be a big emphasis again.
2: And, Bobby, four-star coming out of high school, can you talk a little bit about your high school career, what the whole recruiting process was like for you, and why you chose a Texas A&M? Uh, man, a and Oh,
1: man, I tell everybody the same thing. The uh, reason I chose Texas a was the known factor of uh, coach price i had a really great relationship with coach price but i I would never tell people to go to school for a coach but like it was one thing i knew coach price was going to be here and also like the relationship i just had with him but overall my recruitment process was pretty (laughs) i guess you could say crazy from decommitting committing committing, and decommitting again and but it it was pretty fun though overall
0: it, when thinking about dealing with the recruiting process, was it overwhelming throughout high school? How was that dealing with the recruiting process as well as just being a normal high school kid?
1: Well, honestly, it's a bad thing to say is I kind of treated a uh, recruiting in high school as if I was already getting ready to be a professional athlete. So mostly everything went through my mom, all the phone calls, what coaches I talked to, everything like I made sure she, uh, Help me with that because she's way more savvy in the sports world, like dealing with the politics side, I guess you could say, because she went pro in basketball, but yeah.
2: And Bobby, some of the players we interview decided to take um, a redshirt season. For you, that that wasn't the uh, case. You jumped into action early on in your career. Freshman season, um, did you expect to see so much playing time?
1: Uh no, I didn't. Uh freshman season I actually was planning on red shirt. That's the crazy part. I want the red shirt to get bigger, stronger and stuff. And uh Coach price wouldn't let me. Like uh, he told me before I even got a chance to ask, he's like, Don't even think about red shirt, you gonna play this year. And then <laughs> right like right after he told that probably like a couple of days later, uh yeah, of course the injury of Michael Clemens is like also a big reason I ended up playing too.
0: When thinking about being in the SEC, especially your conference specifically, going up against some top-tier opponents week in and week out, what was that adjustment like then, coming out of high school to then playing in the SEC?
1: Uh, It was really just a mentality thing and uh, just, just staying focused and just trusting the process and everything. And
2: Bobby coming straight out of high school uh, freshman season, was there um, a moment where there was a practice or a game that made you realize that, wow, these are legit D1 football players?
1: The old Miss game, my freshman year. Uh, man, I think it was probably, like, my second play in. They they ran a a, a run play, like, to my side, and the tackle hit me, like, like, he, like, knocked me, like, five yards out of the box. I was like, oh, my God, like, it's crazy.
2: And Bobby, was there a game early on in your career where you played really good and and it gave you a, a big boost of confidence?
1: When we played Ole Miss at LSU, I, I would say those two games and Auburn. Well, really, I I would really say I uh, I'll take that back. On I'm, I'm sorry. I w- I would say Clemson. I, I feel like I played a pretty decent game at Clemson.
0: Going up against top tier teams, Clemson, not even in your conference. But when you think about you guys as a whole this season, you played probably the toughest schedule in all of college football. How do you think going up against such fantastic teams, in addition to your own, has helped you develop as a collegiate football player?
1: Uh, it, it definitely made me have to be more of a student of the game because, like, now, like when you play teams like that of that nature, especially in the SEC, like. Everybody's athletic. Everybody's talented. So you, you really have to learn your craft and, like, your assignments and everything. You got to be top on everything.
2: And, uh, Bobby, next year you're going to be a junior. How do you hope to take on um, a leadership role, and how are you going to uh, help underclassmen?
1: Uh, Really just try to keep the same culture that Kiki and Bouquet love for me to follow and Landis because they, like, they they wasn't uh, trying to little bro anybody like it was their last go round like when they was playing and stuff so like just, just try to keep everybody as a family and teach and like not hate on each other like we all gonna work we all gonna do the same thing.
0: And then thinking about your team as a whole gets to go up against Kellen Mond in practice of ton of fantastic offensive players. How have they prepared you for when you have to go out on Saturdays and play other fantastic rosters
1: uh i I would definitely say uh one person that really prepared me uh like for games like this past season was a uh, carson green he's a tough cat real real strong cat country you know, but like <laughs> he yeah he's like he's Pretty hard competition to go against in practice, even when he's dead tired. Bobby, when we think
2: about the future and the potential of this Texas A&M football team, um, if you had to choose one um, offensive player and one defensive player that hasn't gotten the media attention yet but has
1: stood out to you and should be on draft radars pretty soon, who would you choose? I would say on defense, Miles Jones. And on offense, Dan Moore.
0: Both of them definitely fantastic players. You know, Miles, top-tier cornerback. And in the SEC, even with going and in, into atmospheres that are so difficult when you guys play on the road, I would say, though, you guys have one of the toughest stadiums to go into, Kyle Field. What's a typical game day like for you, and what's it like playing at Kyle Field?
1: A typical game day, uh, you know, for... To start my day off, uh, my mom always sends me a message. She always calls me in the morning, whether it be before or after meetings. She always makes sure she get in touch with me before we go on the spirit walk. Then, of course, we go through the meetings, and we go through the spirit walk. And like walking through the spirit walk, it's how it's how originally let you know how crazy Kyle feels them because like it doesn't it be it be a lot of people. Don't get me wrong, but like compared to the people in the stadium, it doesn't be like that many people. And it still be loud as you walk through the spirit walk. Like, you can have your earbuds in and still hear everything, almost. And then once you get in Kyle Field, when the game is ready to start, once you're out that tunnel, it's just, it's crazy. Like, it, it's, it's so loud, it's almost cold in the stadium. And Bobby, relationships,
2: such an important aspect of football, not only having strong relationships on the field, but also off the field. Are there certain activities that you like to do with your teammates like play NBA 2K or Madden?
1: Uh I'm not really the type of person to be on a game like that. But when uh when we be chilling, we go hoop. Don't tell Jimbo that, but yeah, like we go play <laughs> basketball and stuff. Talking about
0: Jimbo, what's it like playing under him? Make like, you describe your head coach for us.
1: Oh uh, man, it's it, it's fun. At least you always know somebody who got your back. And he he's a smart he's definitely gonna be one of the greatest to go down in history. So like it is it's a it's an honor to play under Jumbo, man.
2: Bobby, obviously the angle for you is to play at in the NFL but after your football career, do you have any career aspirations?
1: Uh yeah, man, I wanna uh I don't know, like write like write movies and shows and act and stuff, like on some ice cube stuff.
0: In addition to the career aspirations, we know next goal NFL. What would you want GM, scouts, coaches to know about who they're getting and yourself in the locker room?
1: Uh, I would say you don't get a humble kid that love to work and somebody who's going to give you their all every time.
2: And Bobby, if you could be trained by one player currently in the NFL,
1: are retired, who would it be and why? I would say J.J. Watt. And it's it's crazy, but almost like uh, all my passwords is uh, J.J. Watt 99. (laughs) But J.J. (laughs) Watt been my favorite player, like, for the longest. I don't don't even know, like, 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 I, I was in love, like, other players and stuff, don't get me wrong, but like it why it's just like the like he's just a dog, like full of injuries and still out there producing getting sacks and pressures. It's just I don't know. He's just a dog.
0: You're definitely right about that. And for our last question, Bobby, for any rising high school football player, what is one piece of advice you could give to them?
1: Oh man, the same thing Marshawn said, take care of your mind. Take care of your
0: chicken. That's definitely a uh, good wisdom to give. And we appreciate your time, Bobby. And best of luck next season.
1: Thank you.